Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble. With exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. Hey, y'all. I'm Brandi Cyrus. Wait, are we live? <laughs> and that's my mom, Tish. Sorry, she's stoned. <laughs> Hello. How's it going? It's a going. <laughs> Astra's on one. Wow. I don't know. Just prepare for like chaos when she comes back in here. My gosh. Okay. Well, you know what's weird about this thing we record on, whatever it is, Riverside. Riverside? When I'm FaceTiming you, like I when I look straight ahead, like I'm I see myself like straight ahead. When I'm yep. looking at you now, like I'm looking, why does it make me look to the right? <laughs> <laughs> Is this the same conversation we had last week when you were like, my right hand's my left hand moving and all that? I've kind of got that one figured out, even though it's weird. But like, I I just don't look at the same place on FaceTime. Are, are you using your fancy camera? No, I'm on my regular camera. Like the MacBook camera? Mm-hmm. Huh. I don't think you're looking to the right. Does it look like I'm looking straight ahead? Yeah. To me, it looks like I'm looking to the right. <laughs> That's probably because you're looking at yourself. Well, Are you looking no, at yourself? I actually, this makes me look at you, but I want to look at myself. Okay, so what I do is I purposefully slide myself off screen so that I'm looking at you, which puts my focus closer to the camera. And then maybe I wouldn't sit here and pick myself apart the whole time. So what you should do is just move the window to like be like wherever you want to look, whether it's at you or me, put it like right under your camera. And then that's where, you'll, where your eyes, so eyeline will go. How do you do that? You just move the window. What do you mean? You just move it. It won't move. What do you mean? I don't understand how it moves. You just click on it and hold it down and move it. No, mine doesn't do that. Huh. <laughs> Very interesting. So anyway, here we are. Here we are. What have you been doing? Well, this is the second episode this week that I am wearing my Jackson Hole sweatshirt for because I've been in Jackson Hole. Yes, you have. Okay, I know that you've decided you're not leaving the house ever and that you're not a travel girly, but I'm telling you, you would love Jackson Hole. I have a new lease on life. What do you mean? I actually am going to be a travel girl. Oh, great. Okay, so I have. we just have to back up here. You've been in Jackson Hole, which I love, but... you know, Do you? Because you've never you been, know, so how do you know? No, I love this for you. I w I'm telling you, you would love it. Okay, we'll go back to Jackson Hole, but first we've got to go on, like, I am renewed. I, I I feel spiritually renewed because from I've literally had an awakening. Like I what do you just, mean? I went to see Bron Adams. Oh, here we here we go. And there is nothing like eighties rock. And you know what? As much as I loved a good hair band and uh -huh. like they're entertaining, or whatever. There is nothing like Bron Adams when you sit and listen to 
all the songs and all the hits. And he is 64 and he is doing it so right. He doesn't dye his hair all weird and doesn't (gasps) paint his face and doesn't do shit to himself. And he's Uh not still trying to dress like an 80s rocker and be like this. It's like freaking class act. Like everything on the screens, which were so simple and like artsy, which if you kind of look up things about him, he's very into art. and He's a photographer, an incredible photographer. But like the talent of this guy was so unreal. And just Molly and I went and we went mm-hmm. with Audrey and her boyfriend, Andrew. Cute. And my friend, Juliana. And we had literally the best time I've had in so long. Because well, that is just great. Molly looked at me and she was like, why do I feel like I've just gotten like a million times happier? And she was like, literally, it feels like it changed my chemical balance because everybody in there was singing every word to every song. And it was like mostly people out my age, like dancing in the aisles and screaming. I mean, it was like the epitome of fun. That's hilarious. And also Molly was like, and mom, it's so crazy. She was like, it's very wholesome. Like. There wasn't like there was not you can bring anybody, your kid like it is just pure happy. And I think that's actually the name of the tour in his new song or something. But whatever it is, genius. My friend Julania hit me the next morning and she goes, why am I still smiling? And it just made me have a you know what? It just made me feel 16 again. (laughs) Wow. So I'm just feeling my oats and in the car. Congrats. I, I mean, just I'm just ready to live life again. Oh, well, great. Let's book a flight. I'm well, we are. <laughs> I know. <laughs> we have a secret trip planned. For real, though, I have to drag you to Jackson because you will get there and you will just love it. They have Amazon Prime. Yes. It's it's bougie in a good way for you. Uh, lots of nice places to eat. It's so cute to walk around. The interior design, decorating, shopping, like, is off the charts. You would lose your mind. Every store I walked in that sold home goods, I was like, oh my God, my mom would literally have to pack three suitcases home full of stuff. We'd be shipping. We'd be shipping. Uh It was insane. It was just so good. And there's a lot of like very chic hotels. When I went, let's see, end of July, that's the time for you to go because it was hot as hell. I was sweating balls and everybody was like, oh, I love this weather. And I was like, the fuck? I came here for the cold in the mountain air and I'm not getting it. But um, you would love it. So we're going to go. Okay. Drag you. I can't wait. Yeah. So, yes, I'm back to wanting to travel. Great. Love it. So, um, yeah, we are planning a trip. And once we're back, we'll tell you guys all about it. And uh, but anyway. We'll just wrap up this little segment of Brian Adams. If I, I know he's still on tour for a second. I know the rest of the tour is like worldwide, like Prague and these amazing places. Mm. If you even re- like, it, it doesn't matter if you like him, if you know him, if you just go see the show. It is so much fun. Like, I wish I was a critic and like I got to write <laughs> reviews and and tell the world. But like, honestly, it is as many stars and you can give and more. So run, run, wow. run and go see Brian Adams. Cute. Yeah. Love that for you. <sighs> Have you seen Barbie? I haven't. Have you? No, but I hear. I need to. I hear mixed reviews. What are you hearing? Oh, I hear all great things. Really? Who are you hearing bad reviews from? I'm not going to call them out, but. Oh. 
like adult, like adults or kids or adults and more like, yeah, very adults. Oh, interesting. So I do feel like it's geared towards my age, like maybe like 20s and 30s is from what I've been told. I've heard it's not a kid's movie at all. At all. Um, But everybody my age just freaking loves it and thinks it's genius. So I definitely need to see it. Yeah, I'm going to see it at some point, too. Um, I've heard so many conflicting reviews, like Audrey and her boyfriend mm-hmm. loved it. Mm. I think Dom's boys said they loved it. Boys loved it? Loved it. Interesting. And so it, I was just like, oh, okay, interesting. But um, I've also heard the complete opposite. So huh. okay. I was just well, wondering. I'll have to go and, and see. Yeah. Okay. What about Oppenheimer? Have you seen that? That's the one Dom and I want to see. That's the, I'd rather see that before Barbie. Way more. I'm dying to see that. So once it calms down and it's not going to be so crazy, we're going to definitely see that. Yeah, same. Yeah. Anything else you've been watching? What have I been watching? I'm I'm still keeping up with Bachelorette. I'm going to be honest with you. I'm a little disappointed with this season. I don't know why. I've been seeing online that they've, this is like one of the shortest seasons ever for some reason. Like it's less weeks than most of the other Bachelorette seasons. So this week is hometowns. And like, I I just feel like I'm like, are there any actual connections? Like, are any of these guys actually going to get down on a knee in a couple of weeks? Like, it just seems too soon. And spo- I mean, I can't I won't say who, I guess. So I don't spoil it. But I uh, slight spoiler alert. She sends home like my front runner this week. Like the guy I was like gunning for that I thought was going to win it got sent home. So I'm devastated. Wow. <sighs> I know. I know. Huh. So when you Just, say are there mm. connections like. Like usually by hometowns, I'm at least convinced that like it's the real deal between like one person and the lead. You know, like I, there's at least one couple like one of them I could see getting married at the end. Mm-hmm. And this week I'm just like, I don't think any of you guys know know her well enough or are in love enough to like be talking about proposals and asking dads for her hand in marriage. Like it just seems too soon. Yeah. So I don't know. So this is one of my favorites. It's the Integra Boost, um, which helps keep your weed fresher. It sure does. Integra specially brings you plant-based solutions for top-tier cannabis storage and packaging. And my favorite part is, is that with the terpenes, that you can kind of mix and match and make them different flavors and just kind of specialize your weed. Totally. Plus, they are precision-crafted, plant-based packs that are entirely food-safe, so they can be used with any of your cannabis products. Integra offers an array of sizes and relative humidity levels for storing flour, pre-rolls, gummies, blunt wraps, and so much more. For more information, check them out at www.integraboost.com or at Integra Herbal on Instagram. Use code SWS at checkout for 15% off of your next online purchase at www.integraboost.com. All right, you guys, we want to tell you about another one of our sponsors. It's Lumi Deodorant. I think we've talked about them before. I keep one of these sticks in my carry-on bag when I'm traveling. I don't like deodorant. It's just one of those things that I never think to pack. 
So I just make sure I always have it on me. If you guys aren't familiar, Lumi is a whole body deodorant that was created by an OBGYN who saw firsthand how normal BO was being misdiagnosed and mistreated. This deodorant is baking soda free and paraben free, plus it's pH balanced for safe use. I know for me, like I've heard so much bad stuff about deodorant and like what's in it isn't great for you that a lot of the traditional ones that you can buy at your local drugstore just aren't cutting it for me. So I really love Lumi. Plus, they come in a variety of fresh, bright scents like clean tangerine lavender sage which is my favorite and they also have toasted coconut and the great thing is is you can use lumi all over your entire body so when you travel it's so much easier just to have one product plus they also have deodorant wipes which are super clutch especially if you're on like the red eye or an overnight flight and they also have body wash which is really cute and it comes in a mini travel size as well Lumi offers a starter pack that's perfect for new customers and as a special offer for our listeners all new customers get 15% off Lumi products with our exclusive code. And if you combine the 15% off with the already discounted starter pack, that equals over 40% off their starter pack. Use code STONED for 15% off your first purchase of LumiDeodorant.com. That's code STONED at L-U-M-E-D-E-O-D-O-R-A-N-T dot com. <laughs> It's, it was such a hard, weird conversation that I was having with someone yesterday, speaking of like connections and love and all the things. And it was someone that had dated and he's older. He's like much older, like probably 60. And the girl that he is uh, was recently dating for many years, like seven years, is now like 38 and, you know, I think she really wants more like marriage or children or like just more. And he is telling me that she is his absolute number one best friend. Like when something happens, all he wants to do is tell her he wants to spend all this time with her. And like, he doesn't even care. Like he would be committed, but he said for now in my life, right now, I just don't want her in my bed. And the thing about it is he was saying everything's great in that department with them. But just at this time in his, his life, he just doesn't want it. What, what does that mean? That's what I didn't understand. And I was like, but if she's your best friend and you love her more than anybody and you say that she loves you and you know that because she pretty much takes care of you. So I'm just like, what does that mean? And is like when you're on The Bachelorette and you only have that little time to decide if you're going to marry someone or not, you can't really know that they're, they're, they're your best friend yet. So is it all based on just physical attraction? I think yes, because I listen, I've dated people for years and and then come to find out I don't really know who they really are, you know, so it, I mean, to really be able to know somebody in eight, 10 weeks time, whatever the bachelorette is, mm -hmm. I, I just, I think it is all physical for the most part. Like, like, yes, I'm sure there are some people you have like an easiness with or like it flows with like, and that's all great and all. But I just think most of it is physical because there's just no way, especially in that controlled environment, there's just no way to really know who somebody truly is. That's what I think. But let's circle back to your friend because... 
When he says, I don't want her in my bed, does he just mean like, I need some space and need her to sleep in the other room? Or does he want her out of the house completely? Like, what's he mean by that? I don't know. That's why I said I have to talk to him about this more and and, and deeper. Here's the thing is like, it's a hot take and an unpopular opinion, but I just don't see why the standard, why the social norm is to have to share a room with somebody in a bed because... I am just somebody that I value my space so much and it doesn't matter who it is. It could be the love of my life. It could be my best friend. Having another person around me all the time drains me. I recharge (laughs) by being alone. It does. I recharge by being alone. I'm an introvert, even though I can be very extroverted and I'm very social. At my core, I'm an introvert. And what that means, really the difference there is are you energized by people or are you drained by people? If you're energized by being around people, you're an extrovert. And if you're drained by being around people, you're an introvert. I think I'm both. No, you have to be one or the other. I don't think I am. You can have tendencies towards both. Like, by all means, like, I love going out in a big group. I love playing shows. Like, I love doing all these things around a bunch of people. But it does, it, even though I love it, it does drain my energy and I need to go be alone in order to, like, refuel and be able to do it all over again. I don't think that is me. I, think, I don't either. I think you're extroverted. I think so, too. Yeah. And it, like, I think a lot of people have this connotation with extrovertedness of, like, loud and, like, you know... And that's not what that what it is at all. Mm -hmm. It's not what that word means by any means. It just means that you, you know, gain energy from around people that people, you know, energize you and that um, when you're alone, like being alone might drain you and then you need the people to to bring you back up. So I would say, yeah, so you're extroverted for sure. Yeah, I'm not. So like even like when I've lived with people in the past, it's like I can love them to the moon and back. But like being able to like have a few hours on my own in my room is everything to me. Yeah. Just because I I I need that to recharge. Oh, so Dom's a complete introvert. Yeah. Oh my God. Yeah. He's like hardcore yes. introvert. Yeah. So I don't know. I, I just like I think like if if you're dating, if you're with somebody dating, married, living together, whatever it is, and and somebody says like, hey, you know, I'm gonna sleep upstairs tonight, that why is that automatically like, oh, what's wrong? Like, it could just be like, hey, I just need some alone time. Like, I just wish we could get rid of that stigma that, like, needing some space is a bad thing. I think Dom could be like that. Mm-hmm. Like, he always says... But he's probably afraid to hurt your feelings. Totally. And I yeah. think for me, like, oh, my God, if he said that, I would be, like, crushed. But why? Like, I think it's okay. I just wish I just wish it could all be okay. Like, it's not the end of the world. doesn't mean that you did anything. Weirdly, I have never been like that. Like, with... Like, I've never wanted to sleep. Like, I've, it's just never I been know. a big thing. Yeah. And if we had never slept in the same bed, I think that, like, it, I wouldn't have cared, like, either. Uh-huh. Yeah, like now that we have, it would hurt my feelings and it shouldn't. No, it shouldn't at all. Because I think at the end of the day, I I say this a lot when I'm talking about like relationship stuff with people is like most of the time, like if somebody says something like that to you, like, hey, I'm going to sleep upstairs tonight. It has nothing to do with you and everything to do with them. Like if I said if I said that to somebody, it would have nothing to do with anything they did and everything to do with the fact that like I'm stressed or I have emotionally extended myself and I just need a t- some time. It might have nothing to do with them. And I think that's where like relationships get so messy is because everybody just like immediately thinks it's them. Like, oh, what did I do? Like I did something wrong. Okay, uh, here's what I think though. I think that like for somebody like me who is like, like I, I, I'm just like, I have a lot of trauma that I'm that I'm like dealing with. But I think if he came to me and said, because I remember when we first started dating, he asked me to do something 
that we'd already done some like the day or before or something. And he said, and hey, and if you just need a mental health day, cool. Like I, my feelings won't be hurt. And I was like, oh, like that's weird. So does he really not want to see me or what? Like that, oh, that's what see, I would but do. Like, but you he, can't do that. He's just honest like that. And I think if yeah. he, he now that I understand him would come to me and say like, I am exhausted and like, I just need that I would believe him and understand. But for a long time, I wouldn't have. I would have taken it personally. You can't. I I think the more people can learn to not take things personally in a relationship, the better off their relationships will be. It's so hard. I think it's just like it's I think it's like anything. You just have to practice it. You just have to practice. He just gave me these the exact things about himself, about uh, how he's trying. This is why I like he's, Dom. Dom and I just are on the he same page. He literally about a lot of just things. said it. He was like, you know, I've barely been having a lot of mindfulness about, you know, when things like go in and how I compute them and like really working on myself on all and it was here. Let me just say something about Dom really quick. I think he's the most self-aware man I've literally ever met. It's it's rare. It's rare to find a person that's that self-aware. He is so self-aware. I mean, sometimes almost too. I was going to say, so like almost like a little too much sometimes, but I, I would take that a hundred times over somebody that's so like unaware. Absolutely. Absolutely. Like, and for me, like I, Molly and I were talking about this yesterday and I can't remember what it was. And I was like, I actually can't believe Dom and I made a love connection in the beginning because like, I take everything so personally, mm-hmm. like it, it's like not okay how personally I take things. And like, because he doesn't like a bit, you know what I mean? I don't know how to explain it. Like, like he's not, it's not like stern, but it's very like, he just says it how, how it is. Yeah. Like there is no sugarcoating it. Yeah. But not in a mean way at all. No, he's just direct. Very matter of fact. Yeah, that type of person used to terrify me and just like send me into a shaking like fit. Mm-hmm. Like I just cannot take that kind of person. But for some reason with him, I've just grown from it instead of being afraid of it. Which is so great. Yeah, but it's hard because even Molly can have a tone and be very firm. And, and, and I used to take that personally. Mm-hmm. And she'd be like, Mom, that's just the way I talk. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I think I think it's natural for anybody's first instinct to be that because I I mean, I say this a lot too. Everything we do as humans boils down to our ego. Totally. Especially men, but like but everybody, women too. And so like your ego immediately takes it personally. Your ego immediately says it's me. I'm the problem. They're mad at me. But like the more you can like practice like checking your ego and Dom just having said that them- yesterday too. Yeah, see, Domino, I'm telling you. And he was like, we get it. get it. He goes, (laughs) one time he was like saying something and then I was like, I know and I feel and he's like, okay, it's not always about you (laughs) too. And I was like, oh, really? Are you sure? Mm Because I'm pretty sure it is. And he he was saying, he was like, just because like I'm acting away, he is honest to God, that just isn't about you. And the fact that you have to think it is every time that I'm in a bad mood, it's something to do with you is like, that's ego. Totally. And we were talking it about, is. and he wasn't being mad at all. He's just no. like, I just want you to understand, like, if I'm quiet or I'm this or I'm that, like, I'm probably, you don't even probably have anything to do in that equation. That's just me with my own self. Mm-hmm. Like, totally. And yeah. I'm like, oh, yeah. I know. 
That's good. Some growing. This is so great. I love that for you. Cute. We got to get Dom on the podcast so we can get deep these days. All right. Well, have you been watching anything before we move on? We went on a serious tangent there. No, well, I know, and I liked this tangent because I love, oh. like, I, I think these are what people love to talk about is like mm. relationships and I don't know, just all of that, like feelings and emotions and just all the things that's going up in here at all times. Well, maybe we need to get a psychologist or two on. I here. would love that. Or a relationship expert. Yes. Love. That'd be fun. That would be really fun. Let's work on that. Okay, great. All right, guys, we want to give a quick shout out to one of our favorite sponsors, Nutrafol. I take my Nutrafol. Do you take your Nutrafol? I take my Nutrafol all the time. I do too. I'll have the one for 50 and over. I was going to say, there's a <laughs> few different formulas. Uh, there is one for women that are postmenopausal, yes, which is. would be my mother. <laughs> um, and if you're confused about like which formula of Nutrafol is right for you, you can go on their website and they do have a quick hair quiz that you can take. You just answer a few questions and then they will tell you which formula is right for you. If you aren't familiar, Nutrafol is the number one dermatologist recommended hair growth supplement with over 1 million people seeing thicker, stronger, faster growing hair with less shedding. I've taken it for years. I can tell a huge difference. I can too. I have such like baby fine hair and not very much of it, but I, my hair does not shed. Like it really doesn't. And some of my my girlfriends, like when they come on trips with me and stuff, their hair will be everywhere, like all over the sink and in the shower. I just do not lose hair like that. And I feel like you used to and don't anymore. I did. (laughs) Honestly, maybe, but I definitely do not anymore. Like, I barely even lose hair in my brush when I brush it out. Well, this is amazing. So tell the stoners how we get it. Also, Nutrafol has a subscription that you can do so that it shows up on your doorstep. I do a subscription. Okay, so clutch. That way you never run out. All right, you guys, if you want to take the first step to visibly thicker, healthier hair for a limited time, Nutrafol is offering our listeners $10 off your first month's subscription and free shipping when you go to Nutrafol.com and enter the promo code STONED. Find out why over 4,500 healthcare professionals and hairstylists recommend Nutrafol for healthier hair. Nutrafol.com spelled N-U-T-R-A-F-O-L dot com promo code STONED. That's Nutrafol.com promo code STONED. All right, Stoners, we want to give a quick shout out to one of our podcast sponsors. Here she freaking goes. Mother, we need to tell the stoners about mood. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> oh, is right. If you guys don't know, mood is known for their federally legal THC. Oh. And now they're adding their most potent product yet to the lineup, which that's perfect for Tish. She loves the potency. Honestly, I love mood. Yeah. Well, great. They're, they're like, uh, they are so good. I, they really do have something for every single mood. And it actually works the way it says that it does. Oh, it does. Yes, it does. What's your favorite product, would you um, say? You know what? I love their pens. Mm, They're okay. really good. Okay, cool. Yeah, Mood offers uh, things like flour, gummies, vapes, and more. And they have this THCA product that converts into THC when you heat it and you get access to the classic marijuana high. Mood's latest and most potent breakthrough in the world of legal cannabis. All of their products are regularly tested in third-party labs and sourced from small family farms and 
pesticide-free, which is so important. They have different strains for specific moods, hence the name of the brand. So whether you want like a euphoric, energized feeling or you're feeling more creative and want to chill, they have something for everybody and plenty of versatile products that go with whatever mood you're going for. Tra Moods new THCA flower today. For a limited time only, get 20% off your first order and a free THCA pre-roll. Just go to hellomood.com and use promo code SWS. That's hellomood.com code SWS for 20% off your order and a free THCA pre-roll. Cute. I was just thinking I really haven't been. I'm still struggling to get through the last thing he told her. Like, oh, uh, I can't believe you stuck with that. I'm still sticking with it. And I, it's just like, I, I'm, and I, and I want to get through cr- Cruel Summer, but I haven't either. Oof. I'm, I'm, I stopped that one too. Jeez. So what are you I watching? Know. Anything? Well, I started Hijack. Oh, is that good? It is. I'm only two episodes in. It's very good. I'm like, a, I'm like a little worried about like, how are they going to keep this storyline going for 10 episodes or however many it is because it's already episode two and i'm like it's getting a little monotonous uh but we'll see i it's it's good like i love idris elba so i'm hooked for sure that's what i'm watching right now um i also am watching too hot to handle (laughs) my guilty pleasure uh but there's a lot of good tv that's about to come out oh you know what i need to watch actually it's on my on my list my watch list is that lioness show on paramount have you seen the preview for that i've not even heard of it Zoe Saldana is in it, and there's a, there's a, it's like a stacked cast. I, I forget who else, but there was like a two or three big names besides hers. I love um, her. Yeah, you should go hop on uh, Paramount, Amazon, wherever we watch that, and uh, and watch that because that's I think I'm going to do that tonight. I've been really wanting to see that. Um, but you know what's coming back soon in September is Virgin River. I never watched that. Oh, mom, would I love you it? Have, you would love it. I see that every now and then and start to watch it, and then oh my god, you would love that show. It's like a, a one big romance. Ah, I'm going to start yeah. that tonight. Set it's set in the cutest. It's uh, in the show. They say it's a count. It's Humboldt County, but where they film it is actually Vancouver Island, like off of Vancouver. It's beautiful. They film this, on Vancouver Island, right off Vancouver Island. Yeah, it's so beautiful. It's like uh, I, it's like my dream place to that live. And they gorgeous. You have to watch that. It is like four seasons. I feel like you're going to be hooked. Uh, okay, I'm going to start that tonight. It is so good. Like it's. I mean, it's a little cheesy for sure, but it's just such a guilty pleasure. Like I it's love the cutest cheese. show. You're going to love like, it. I, I can't believe you haven't seen it. Like, I critique a lot, but sometimes I just love ch- a cheesy romance. I mean, you're you're going to love this one. Cannot wait. I can't wait. believe you haven't no, seen I it. No, I haven't. Oh, my goodness. Um, so, yeah, that's about to come back. Uh, I've also been watching, uh, you know, the new season of Sex in the City. That's called that now they call it in just like that for some reason, but it's Sex in the City. Uh, and spoiler alert, if you don't want to be spoiled, they finally brought Aiden back. Who's Aiden? Did you ever watch Sex in the City? No. Okay, so Aiden was her fiance that she then she broke up with him and then she ended up with Big. And then and then, you know, then at the uh, I mean, are you ever gonna watch yeah, it? Yeah, actually, um, I am going to, but I don't care if you spoil it. Okay, well, there's like a big spoiler. I'm not going to spoil. So uh, anyway, but Aiden is like her first, like, like she was engaged to him and like he was awesome. He's like this, like this, like, uh, what's the right word? Like not carpenter, but like he builds things. He like built their apartment. You know what I mean? Yeah. He's like uh, 
total like handy. Uh, loves his yeah. handyman, loves his dog, like super like just doesn't give a fuck, like super chill guy, super cute. Love. They're engaged and she just like can't she's like still in love with they call him big is like her her big like love of the whole show. And so she breaks up with Aiden. And then then now we're like fast forwarded like a zillion years and Aiden's back. So I love that. Although I do a bone to pick with whoever um, Who's playing Aiden? It's the same guy that played him back in the day. Wow. Um, let's see. And, and but like, but here's my problem: is I'm also watching John Corbett. Do you know him? Yeah. Oh, great. So John Corbett plays Aiden. Here's my here's the bone I have to pick. I'm also watching How I Met Your Father, which is Hillary Duff's show. Uh-huh. And John Corbett's in that show right now. Uh-huh. And, and like, and is is like is like Hillary's love interest for the for an episode at the same time that he's on HBO as Aiden. And so it's just like I'm like, did you guys have to cast him in the Hillary Duff show? Like, well. You know what show? Okay, first of all, if I haven't watched the show ever, so I don't really know. I just kind of know that. Is there four girls? Yes, but Samantha is not in this new right, Kim show. Cattrall. Yes. Okay, so like out of like, which one am I? Oh, boy. You don't really fit. I would say you're. I mean, I think Sarah. I think Sarah Jessica Parker. What? Did, what yeah. So, what is she? She that she's well. To what's me, funny, she's the cool. She the cool. Girl. That's what. Uh, so Toshi, my trainer, watched it, uh-huh. and um, so she was talking about, it and she goes, "Oh my God, you're definitely Sarah Jessica Parker. You're I mean, definitely yeah. whatever." She's the cool girl. I mean, she's got great style. Like her whole her whole world is like fashion mm. and just like New York lifestyle and. I don't know. She's just known. For, I mean, I just think she's the cool one is the, the easiest way to explain it. Kim Cattrall is like the sex kitten, you know, super hot, just bouncing around, dating all these different guys all over New York. Everybody wants her kind of thing. Love. And then you have then you have um, Miranda, who like it's funny because Miranda's character has really changed a lot. But in the in the original series, Miranda was the super uptight lawyer, like work obsessed, like, you know, super cold, super just like always had a hard time in relationships, like showing emotions and like that. And she's and the one with dark hair. The redhead. Oh, okay. The redhead. And then you have um, Charlotte is the dark haired girl. Okay. And she's the one, she's like kind of kind of dumb, super ditzy, um, obsessed with love, obsessed with relationships, but like, I mean, just super nerdy and like super controlling with her kids and just. That yeah. sounds more like me. <laughs> no, 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 no. Back in the day, you might have been a Charlotte, but you're definitely a Sarah Jessica Okay, Parker got now. it. I'm going to start that. So Tashi and I, when we first started working out together, started on the first season of Friends. And mm-hmm. we keep it on, like, while I work out. Oh, you should definitely start Sex and the And so we're on the last season of Friends. And so oh, we're yeah. starting Sex in the City next. It's really yeah. good. And I, I think I've said this before, but I um I didn't watch Sex in the City when it was on television. And I'm glad I didn't because I appreciate it so much more now that I'm in my 30s because because that's they were in their 30s. And when that whole show was running, it was like dating in New York City in your 30s. And yeah. I think if I'd watched it when I was 15, I wouldn't have, no, it wouldn't have, not hit, at all. It wouldn't have hit the same, no. you know, so I'm glad I watched it later. So I, I'm going to watch start it. But um. I remember the show I told you about that I think, yeah, Sarah was in it too. It was called Divorce. Oh, yeah. I never watched that. I need to. I, I'm so sad that it didn't get another season. Mm. I really, really, really loved that show because I really love the guy that plays her husband, the, the ex-husband. 
Who um, do you know who it is? We l- talked about him once. I thought. Uh, let me look up. Look him up. It's. Jeez. Uh, I just saw him in something else that I just watched. Thomas Hayden Church. Yeah, I love him. I don't even know who that is. He is so funny in this show that it. It's just he makes it for me. The whole show. What else has he been in? Not a whole lot, huh? Oh, there were three seasons. Maybe I didn't watch the last season. Let me, huh? I haven't really seen any of his other movies. Uh, wait, did you tell me that you had not seen the show The Affair? Haven't seen it. Ugh, I wish so bad I hadn't seen it. It makes me so jealous. What do you mean? I mean, I just loved it so much that it makes me sad that I can't start it and not know anything all over again. It's that good? The first two seasons are so good they they took it way too long but like the the first even third like it was just so good the cast is just so phenomenal okay you have to start it okay absolutely have to oh you know what i need to finish is um oh no did i i did finish (laughs) Are you losing it? <laughs> I did finish uh, Fatal Attraction, right? Yes. We talked about that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We did forever ago. Okay. That's, I'd like another show like that to watch. That's a good one. I know. I just need, like, I just love a love story thriller. Yeah, same. That's my favorite. All right. Well, we've been blabbing for a while. Should we move on to some DRMTs? I would love that. Hey, Tish and Brandy, this is Brinkley from Dallas-Fort Worth area. Oh, I'm coming to Dallas I'm next weekend. I'm a time listener and have one high design question. I know you've been loving those lately. Um, and one big good question, actually. So first one, we're buying a house next spring, um, most likely something that's pretty up-to-date and won't need anything major, hopefully. Um, but it's all expensive. So I'm trying to see if you have any advice on what rooms to prioritize first. Um, either like furniture or doing them, you know, from top to bottom, like fully decorating them. So anyways, just trying to figure out what to prioritize for the new house. We're moving from a two bed, two bath apartment. So it's probably going to be a pretty big investment, um, in furniture. Okay. Second, next one is for both of y'all, but maybe Brandy more specifically. Um, I think you said that you go to Brownland often, which makes total sense. I'm also a fellow hunter-jumper horse girl. Um, so next time my barn is there, I would love to come say hi. Cute. Annoying. Love it. Um, okay, so for baked goods, this is equestrian edition. What are some of your favorite trainer gifts? besides just a nice bottle of wine um you know we love that but if there's anything unique that you've given or um any of your barmates have given okay thank you so much goodbye cute please come say hi at the horse show love that okay let's start off with the house okay you know what? I, like, I'm not good at this because I have no patience whatsoever. But yeah, I think, usually just do the whole thing. I actually think the slower the better because I think once you live in a space, 
you are so much clearer after like four months or so to know exactly what you really want the spaces to be and need them That's to be. That's true. Because I can't tell you how many times like we've moved into somewhere and then I'm like, oh, we really didn't need that extra bedroom. I'm going to make it an office. Like I really mm. need an office. Like, and I didn't really, whatever. But you kind of like, the more you're there, kind of figure out exactly what actually works. And then you're not like buying a couch that's too big because you also want to put a desk in there. And Mm -hmm. so I feel like if, you know, start with like, just like a rug and a couch and a few little things and then just kind of wait and and play it out and find unique things. I think Facebook Marketplace is amazing to find like really cool vintage pieces, which I also think it's cool. Like I always kind of start with a couch, like a new couch. And then things that I add into the room, I love finding vintage, older, you know, lounge chairs or lamps. And I think it's just going to be so much easier to go slower. And I think I would prioritize, I always do my kitchen and my bedroom. Mm. Like those are the spaces that I need to feel like I live there for a while. That's I was going to say the bedroom because that's where I spend the most time. So my bedroom has to be like full on. And I do feel like the kitchen because like you need to function. But everything else you can kind of fill in as you go. Mm -hmm. Great advice. And I'm going to answer her other question. Oh, I think um, a great for a coach or, or a trainer would be a massage. So that's almost aligns with what I was going to say is I feel like um, all the horse trainers I've ever had and know don't really spend a lot on themselves, right? Like we all spend all this on our horses yep. and all this on our job. Um, so I, in the past, have given my trainer uh, like a bundle of like bath goodies or skincare products or, you know, face masks and just things like that that she can kind of like spoil herself yep. with, like beauty products just because... I know that's probably the last thing on her list of what she's spending money on. Um, so that's kind of my my go-to, typically. Love that. Love that. A massage is a great idea. Massage, yeah. That's a good gift for anyone, uh, anytime. Absolutely. <laughs> Hi, Tisha and Brandy. This is Marissa calling from like Eastern Washington state. So the desert, not the, you know, pretty Washington part, but still pretty in its own way. Um, I was calling for advice about getting a dog Uh, about two years ago. I'm a new mom, first time mom. And we have a cat that I had for years before my daughter. And she is not a nice or friendly cat. Mm -hmm. Uh, My daughter loves her, but she's like not the animal that she needs, not cuddly. And my daughter really loves dogs. We want to get her a dog. So we've been kind of going back and forth about it for a while. And we have dogs that tried out a couple dogs. And every time my cat is not nice. We have to keep the dog and the cat separate. Integrating them has been a big issue. And so I feel like I'm just like kind of at a rock and a hard place of what to do. Are we just not going to be a dog family until I no longer have this cat? Or should we try and make it work and just get a puppy and think that eventually like they'll grow to like each other? I'm just not sure. And I mean, I know we both really want a dog and she really wants a dog. We have a yard for a dog, the time for a dog. 
It's just the cat that has been the issue. So I just wanted to call for some advice and what you guys think. I definitely don't want to jump the gun and do something. I don't want to be that person that gets a puppy and then has to rehome the puppy immediately. Like, uh, I literally cringe when people do that. So I just don't want to make the wrong decision. So I just wanted to call for some advice from you guys. I listen to the podcast every single week and I was so excited when you guys came back I was like waiting and waiting for uh, another season so I'm glad that you guys are back and yeah just let me know your advice sorry I'm not stoned I'm working today but I would love to hear what you guys think bye this is such a you question so call me crazy but I just think you can make anything work that you want to um I, I think the only thing thing you that you can really control is like I would get a breed of dog that has a higher success rate of getting along with cats so like for instance but she says the I, cat is just mean to all the dogs okay but all, all cats are mean to dogs that's kind of a thing like it's rare that cats aren't but like with Astra that's a good thing so I have barn cats I don't live in the house with us but when I, I had Astra first and then got the cats and I was really worried that Astra would try to eat them <laughs> um, but they hold their own against her and it's a good thing because she's a little she's like just scared enough of them that she like won't try anything, but they get along okay. Like when I take her to the barn, they're fine. But the two little dogs I have, the Beagle and the Chihuahua Mutt, they would absolutely zero chance in the world would they get along with the cat. Like absolutely zero chance. So I I think like if you get a bigger dog, like a bigger breed that's maybe a little bit easier to train and that's like just better compatibility with something like a cat. I think that your chances are going to be better of it going well. But I really think if you get a puppy and you just like, you just make it work. Like, I think like you put them together and you just tell them tough it out, make figure it out. I, do, I think they'll figure I it out. I do think it's easier with the puppy. For sure. Easier yeah. with a puppy. And maybe more like a medium sized dog. Like exactly. Not small, yeah, not big, but like. Yes. Just not something yappy yeah. that's going to like bark constantly at it. You know, exactly. I, I do think. The bigger breeds, I don't know, just integrate a little better with yeah, other animals. Do. My two little dogs just like go into attack mode when they see anything, a cat, a bird, a squirrel, like anything. Yeah. So that would be my advice. And like, I, I mean, I have dogs over at my house all the time in my in my barn with my cats. And it's just all it's always fine. The cats just either like hold their own and and defend themselves, which is great with some of the more aggressive dogs. And then and then the others, they just kind of like just go do their thing. So I really think like. Even if it was hard at first, I think it would eventually be okay. I think so, would, too. I think they would just integrate. Yeah. That's what I think. Lisa says they're animals. Put them together and they'll work it out. <laughs> they'll work it out. It's true. Well, who knows, but. Hey, mom. Just calling. Uh, I have two questions for you guys. One, or the first one is for Brandy. I know you were talking about your Montana trip. Would love to know what you guys have planned um, or areas that you're going to. I'm actually planning a trip with my best friend for next summer to go to Montana. We've been wanting to go for a while. Um, so any tricks, tips, or anything that you guys go and do um, that you want to share, would love that. Um, obviously, want to go hike in the Tetons, Tetons um, and see wildflowers. So I know that's like in the June, July time frame. So that's what we're shooting for. And then the second one um, for you guys is um, about to be in my 30s. I feel like my hair is starting to spin. 
or welcome um, to my life. It's not as thick as it used to be. So any kind of suggestions or things that you guys might do um, or like for that, that would be awesome. A head full of extensions um, for Tish. So that's kind of my blanket, <laughs> my security blanket, and I love it, and I want to keep it. Um, so anything you guys got would be lovely. Other than that, I hope you guys have a great day, and thanks for being you guys. Bye. Aw. Tizzle at the week. That is sweet. She was so sweet. I love her. What was the I first question? Too. It was about Montana, which I just came back from, and she mentioned the Tetons, which is actually in Wyoming, but you can do both in one trip. That's what I just did. Although I will say Montana is huge, and it's hard to see all of Montana in one trip. So if I were you, I, I would do the Tetons and the Southern Montana, which would be like Bozeman and Livingston in the same trip as Jackson. And then I would go back and do the Northern part of Montana, which is Glacier National Park, Whitefish, uh, Missoula. I want to go Lake. there. It's all amazing. It's all amazing. But I would say, unless you have like two solid weeks, I would say it's two separate trips. So I just did Montana Jackson. I flew into Bozeman, which is the cutest town. I think like two days is plenty in Bozeman. There's like the downtown has like great restaurants, great bars, um, super cute shops. It's great to walk around. And then we stayed in Livingston, which is the cutest old little Western town. Wow. And the mount with the mountains in the background. John Mayer lives there. Um, it's just super, super cute. But again, like two days, you know, I think two, three days is plenty of time to explore all of it. And then um, you can drive from there through Yellowstone Park. Uh, Livingston is like, it's like an hour from uh, Yellowstone. So you can drive in, drive through, and then you pop out on the other side and you're in Jackson, which is the Tetons. My biggest pro tips are book your trip a year in advance if possible. Like literally, I think the like six months at the least because everything books up. And uh, summer is obviously like the most popping time because that's when it's the warmest. I think June would still be a tad bit cold. I just went in July. It was super hot um, during the day. I've been in August, which I think is my favorite time because it was warm during the day, but cooled down quite a bit at night, which I really liked. We were, it was scorching hot this past week in, in Bozeman, like in the 90s, like everybody was sweating and not everywhere has air conditioning because it doesn't normally get so hot there. But um, highly recommend Teton National Park is my favorite national park I've been to. Glacier is a close second. Uh, the hiking's phenomenal. Uh, pack bear spray, no matter what park. Yeah, no matter what hike you go on in either Montana or Wyoming, like take bear spray because there are that's like especially the Tetons. Like I see so many bears and so many moose, like tons of wildlife. So definitely like, yeah, so definitely know your like wildlife etiquette. And then obviously Jackson Hole, there's just so much to do. If you stay in downtown Jackson, you're only like 15, 20 minutes from Teton. So that's what I would do is I would stay downtown. And that way, when you come back from your hikes and stuff, like you can walk down the street, grab a bite, grab a drink. You have to go to Million Dollar Cowboy Bar. It's so epic. Um, it's packed every night of the week. We went on a Monday and it was packed to the brim. People were dancing and drinking. It was just such a good time. Line dancing? Two-stepping <gasps> mostly, <gasps> but some line dancing. So yeah. fun! It was so fun. And they had like, you know, a band up there doing the whole thing. And the the bar seats at the bar are saddles. It's so sick. I loved it so much. It was so fun. Uh, and all the food in Jackson was just amazing. Okay, I'm coming like, for amazing. sure. The food's incredible. Make reservations if you're going on weekends because things are packed. Um, honestly, though, like it's a trip you'll never forget. I love it so much. I want to go back every year. Great. 
Tish is going to say get extensions because no, that's what I'm she gonna does. I'm going to say not at first. Because what do you mean? I, because it is My like so expensive thin. to keep up with, and, and it's just so hard on your and hair. I I haven't found that, <laughs> but <laughs> I will say I hear incredible things about Nutrafol. That's okay. So that's what I was going to say. Uh-huh. I wish they sponsored this podcast. They sponsored the, but I've been taking Nutrafol for years, and I do think of all the hair vitamins I've tried, it is the best. The other things I would say that have been game changers for me. The less heat you can put on it, the better. I don't blow dry my hair at all. Um, and, and like on the rare occasion that I'm on like a magazine shoot or doing something where I have to get my hair styled, of course, they use a blow dryer. But on my own time, no blow dryer ever. Me either. Um, they say not to sleep on wet hair. So I try really hard not to wash my hair right before bed because that's supposed to be really bad for it. Silk pillowcases are great. I hardly ever put my hair in, in a hairband or an elastic. They say that's really bad for it. I mean, there's just like a lot of small things you can do to, to make to help your hair stay healthy. There's, I mean, listen, thinning. It's like I, I don't I just don't know if there's like a miracle cure for it, but there's definitely precautions you can. So take. I've heard that um, micro needling around that too. here mm-hmm. for thinning is really great for your hair, and they say PRP injections too. And I, I I've never tried that specific area but like i'm a big believer in prp oh in my general, gosh so people that do that swear by it yeah i mean it sounds painful it's supposed but, to be hey. painful and i think it's expensive and honestly i feel like well you're not putting your own plasma or blood back in but the needle rolling i, I yeah. really think is similar mm-hmm. yeah so you know there's a lot of things you can do yeah. but like us us you know thin-haired girlies thanks to our freaking mother <laughs> um I just got a deal. I also I love the uh the powder products, not dry shampoo, but the, like texturizing powder. Oh my god, game changer for me. Is it called I, Grip? Like, I mean, there's a bunch of different brands that I really like. So Bobber Singh makes Bob that Bob one. just gave me one yesterday. I've never it's heard everything. of something. He, okay, my hair was so like it wasn't flat, but it wasn't this. And he yeah. turned me upside down and just sprinkled the co- mm-hmm. smallest bit in, and he started yep. going like, like fluffing it all in my hair. Mm-hmm. And this is from the next day. And yeah, your hair looks great. It is from that stuff. You should. Can you go get it? So like, this one it? is called. Um, it's and he said I don't even know. Like you know, of course they send Bob things because I'm he's a celebrity hairstylist. But it it's in a small bottle and it was called like Redken, maybe like oh Redken, a Redken three or something. And then he also said that Orbe had a good one. Um, the ones I like, Kevin Murphy has one called Powder Puff. Okay. It's in a little pink bottle. I have that seen that. Like, that one's really good. Davines makes one that's really good. I don't know what the product's called, but it comes in a little gold uh-huh. bottle. Um, and I love Bumble and Bumble. I think it's. I think theirs is my favorite. Huh. They have like a hairdresser's powder. It comes in like a light pink bottle. Um, they're all great. And um, I think the, a cheapy brand that makes a good one is Matrix, and it comes in a hot pink Got bottle. Th- they're all really good, but not dry shampoo. No, not dry this shampoo. is not dry shampoo. Texturizing powder is what you need. It is a game changer for sure. It's crazy. Like you're hilarious. My, I can't believe you've never used. I've one never before. used it. And Bob put it in my hair yesterday, and I was like, everybody was like, "Whoa!" Like that yeah, is no, it's amazing. Great. Yeah, I always like take. I don't ever put it right on like the top of my scalp. No, he didn't but do I, that. Like, I like I like pull like the top part back and put it underneath yeah. like that top layer and then go. Yeah, and it. It definitely gives you a ton of value. It really does. Yeah. 
Hey, Tish. Hey, Brandy. My name is Casey. I'm 26, and I am so stoned right now. She sounds so I thought, what a better time to call you guys than when I'm Love it. Um, so I have a bunch of questions I want to ask you guys, but okay. one of the questions that I had in mind was, what does y'all's day-to-day look like? Like, I know, Brandy, you travel a lot, so, like, but if you were home and you could have your ideal perfect day or what you do on your days where you're being productive at home, um, what would that look like? And then for Tish, I want to know every time you stop and take a smoke break throughout your day. Include that in your day-to-day routine, okay? Perfect. All right. I love y'all. Talk to y'all soon. Bye. She is too funny. I love her. Oh, what? (laughs) She, like, said something at the end. I don't know what it was. That was funny. What's your day, Bran? My day. I get up. These days in the summer, it's a 7.30 alarm. I prefer more like an 8, 8.15 alarm, but it's so hot, I try to get up early so I can ride early. I get up. I let the dogs out, make some coffee. I like to sit and have, like, a solid 20, 30 minutes to just sit with my coffee and, like, wake up. Um, and then I feed the dogs and I go straight to the barn. I ride my horse. Sometimes both, uh, sometimes I have two to ride and I'm usually home like around 11 or so. And then I take a shower and then I sit down at my desk and I get some work done. Some days that means podcasting. Other days that means answering emails or working on music, things like that. Um, and then I usually finish up around like three or four on a good day. And if I have any extra time, I go down to the barn here and hang out with the animals down, down uh, at my house. Um, and then I usually come back up and chill, watch some TV, prep for YFT. If I'm feeling social, go have a drink with the gals. See, I don't have any, like my days are all so different, which I love. Mine are too, but I, I would say like that's like an ideal day to me. Yes, is like an ideal day where I have to where I have to work too. Because uh-huh. she did say like a, what day you're productive. Like that's my ideal is like wake up, go ride, get some barn time, come back, get some work done. Yes, and then end the day with more animals down at the house and hanging out. And then like if I'm feeling social. I'll go have a drink or dinner with some friends, but honestly, it's pretty rare. I do that like max, max once a week. Some weeks I don't even make it to do hmm. that. What's yours? Well, I was just thinking like on a day, like a work day, like yesterday was a work day. Mm-hmm. And so I usually, oh, I did that yesterday too. I got up and that Dom and I are really good about every day we have coffee and just talk in the morning. Like that's like a, like we've always done that. That's always been like the time in the morning that we sit and we talk about our days or whatever, whatever we're feeling like we need to talk about. And uh, then I work out on Monday, Wednesday, and Friday. So I work out from 11 to 12. And then yesterday, I literally didn't have much time by the time I had to, but I had to be on set and had to be on work um, at work. And it was like an all day, like seven, eight hour shoot. But I always sneak out on the side of the building and have a little puff here and there just to. I'm sure it, you listen, do. It is like, like, I'm not really a, a, a great set mom. I get really bored. Like I need to be entertained if I'm not home and in my bed. I need something to keep me motivated and um, so just have a little puff usually makes it more fun and i'm more like social and you know all that good stuff 
So, um, and then I come home and then we do the same thing in the evening. We make sure we take at least an hour or two to just hang out, have a drink. We like not a drink, like water or whatever. Uh, a LaCroix. A LaCroix, no drinking. <sighs> um, and I'll smoke then. And then because by the time I'm finished having my smoke, then I'm in la-la land and I will either clean my like house top to bottom and Dom just like laughs because I'm just in that mode and I cannot stop or I'm in the mood to just go get my bed and watch Netflix. Oh boy. Yeah. And those, those are my alone times. Like, and he knows like I, like in the evenings at like, by about seven o'clock, I want to go do my own thing. Mm-hmm. Take a bath, get in bed, get on my computer, watch TV. And he likes to watch sports. Yeah. So I think that's great that you guys have your own time. We totally have our own time in the, the evening. Very healthy. And during the day, like he goes and plays tennis and does his stuff. I go do my things and we come back and then we have a couple hours together and then we go do our own things. Mm-hmm. Then you get up and do it all over again. Then you get up on Tuesdays. We podcast and around Tuesday, six o'clock yep, every Tuesday. That was Love a good it. question. That's a great question. Yeah. yeah. Do we got any more? Cute. That's all we got. Oh. You got any baked goods? Let me let me look up the old the old Amazon. Nothing good. You ordered like hair conditioner. Yeah, nothing good. A milk frother. Because Vaughn overflows every Crap single up. time. Oh. So I order a new one and it does the same thing. I see. Yeah. I, I don't go above I, the fill line. Why does it do that? I don't know. Do you have one? Yeah. Yeah. Does, mine doesn't do that. You put your almond or milk or whatever in it and it does not overflow. Never once. Oh, it's probably because it's almond milk or whatever and it's not real milk that actually gets really frothy. Mine's oat milk. I don't think that frosts very good. Mine frosts great. It gets don't, really don't fluffy. Do you think it gets super frothy? Yes. I have the barista edition of Oatly Oat Milk, and it froths just fine. Okay. We're going to get it when you're here and see. Okay, great. I don't know if I believe that. I bought the dor- dorkiest stuff. I bought damp damp rid do you guys know what this is yes it's so motherfucking humid in this city i cannot all my stuff is molding at the barn it's awful really oh my gosh like i and i ride i'm sorry i clean my tack every day and when i come back the next morning mold it's out of control it's so bad so i put damp rid in my tack locker we put it everywhere down at the barn like in the tack room in the feed cab that we put and that really draws things out I mean, it helps. It doesn't solve it completely, but it definitely does something because it comes. I buy the ones in tubs and it soaks up the moisture and fills the tub. Yeah. Um, it works better in like enclosed spaces. It's not great if you're just putting it out, but any cabinet or anything like that that gets humid. Why don't you just get humidifiers suggest. that the hose goes out behind the barn? Um, we could maybe do that at my barn where I keep the, the show horses. Oh, yeah. There's no out there's no outlets in the tack room. It's oh, got it. Uh-huh. Yep. And then I did buy a um a coffee grinder. Ah. What? I'll let you know if it's a good okay. one. I bought the cheapest one they had. Great. <laughs> Cause I'm a cheap well, Oh, I did get I did get some things from my Montana trip. I got the cutest little pill organizer. Ugh. What? On Amazon, six bucks. And um, it's just a tiny one because I like to have it in my like carry on, you know, toiletry stuff. But it's got eight little compartments and I filled it with all the things. Which one did you get? Because I got one too. 
Uh, oh no, there's no brand. Is it on neutral? It. Yeah, it's like khaki. Mama's cream or cream. Mine's cream. Did you get the same one? I, think I, got? I did. You probably saw it on the because I had it saved for a while. No, I saw it on somebody's Insta. Oh, I follow a couple people that I love all the stuff they suggest. Oh, I don't see the one you bought on here. It's there. I bought it before Rome. Oh, so it was a while uh-huh. ago. Okay, well, I can't see that. Um, yeah, there's nothing nothing else good. We're boring as brick. Ugh, that's not okay. But that's okay, because we had a great episode. I loved the DMT this week. I loved it all. It was so fun. It went by. It was so Way great. too quick. Well, you know what? We get to do it again next week. Yes, we do. So, okay, well, I'm going to go start um, Virgin River. All right, we love you, stoners. Love you, stoners. Bye. See you next week. Bye. Bye. And then I'll be in LA in a couple weeks, and we can uh, if we get if I get my shit together, we'll be doing an in person episode. Uh, I know. And maybe we'll just like film the whole thing. We could try that. I think that'd be fun. We could try it. Okay, great. I'm gonna need to be sending some gear to your house. Oh yeah. We'll send it on. I'm sending. Kidok. Hey guys, I'm Alana Dunn, and I'm the host of Seeing Other People. As an early Hinge employee, a modern dater, and now a fiancé, I know the dating world maybe a little too intimately. I'm here to make you feel less alone in your dating journey, whatever it may look like. Don't have a date for tonight? No problem. Whether you're looking for love or just want to laugh and commiserate with others, tune in to Seeing Other People as we explore the roller coaster that is the ever-evolving world of dating. This podcast has been brought to you by Podcast Nation.